sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It's Wednesday, February 27, 2019. And as usual, we are here to talk about everything that affects everything. That affects you and your money. And the markets. And all points in between. We will do markets. Lots to talk about there. And we will do a lot that's going on in the White House and Capitol Hill and in Vietnam and everything that affects everything that's going on. Of course, we're also going to have earnings. The earnings winners. The earnings losers. From top to bottom. We will be covering all of that, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you're all having a good day. But before we get going first... If you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, also at GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at GaryKolpom. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary, articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes. And the email service, convictionleaders.com, one month free. Check it out. All at GaryK.com. Before we get going, you know my buddy John Layfield, the wrestling god? the ex-WWE champion, I think four or five times. Well, John is one of those guys who does things for people he needs absolutely nothing from. Has worked closely with the youth of uh, Bermuda, and he's doing it again in places like Malawi. So if you have a dollar or five bucks or ten bucks, go to GoFundMe.com, put in the word Bubesi, B-H-U-B-E-S-I, Pride Foundation. B-H-U-B-E-S-I, and if you want to give a few bucks, it's for kids in uh, third world countries uh, to get and know to play sports and things like that. It's my good buddy, John. Go check it out. And just go to go, GoFundMe.com. So, uh, yeah, 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 where do I want to start? As you know, I have TVs in my office, and I split screen them, and today you had... Uh, the Federal, Chair, the Federal Reserve Chairman Powell on one TV, on the other TV. I might put the prices right and all that stuff. And now, of course, my other TV, we had this Michael Cohen thing. In case you don't know, with all that going on, $3 billion was added to our debt today. In case you don't know, with all that going on, $1.5 billion of our tax dollars went towards interest payments. Just today. So while the president's speaking to this Kim, what's his name, Jong-un, in Vietnam, and that's all going on right now. What is it, 4 in the morning there? Powell doing his thing. Michael Cohen doing his thing. $3 billion was added to the debt today. And $1.5 billion of our tax dollars went towards interest payments. You know, I bring this up because I just think it's all a bunch of three-card money. The people questioning Powell, the people questioning Michael Cohen today on both sides of the aisle, very much of them have created $22 billion of debt, and we're supposed to think of them as our leaders. And, you know, I'm very careful with my words, so I'm not going to use the actual words I, I, that I think of when I think of these people. So let's just say they continue to absolutely, positively mortgage our future and let us down and do nothing about the most important thing going, going forward. And it's the debt and the deficits that's covered by the easy money by the central banks around the globe, which eventually is just going to blow the hell up and they're going to all blame each other. 
And this is all going on while the economy's pretty decent here. So I'm just letting you know with all that crap going on, that crap is going on. My opinions on all this, Powell's just another dummy. He was acting like Paul Volcker and turned into Ben Bernanke overnight. Uh, there is no doubt in my mind that if the market drops 10%, he'll start lowering rates. Who is he trying to kid? Michael Cohen, I believe a bunch of things he's saying are the truth. That's, that's not hard to figure out. Donald Trump cheated on his wife with a porn star and paid her off. By the way, I don't say it flippantly, though I'm saying it flippantly. I don't recommend any of you doing that, thank you. Paid them off, all that, this, that, and the other thing. Would I just... I'm just a logical guy. When you have a man that so vociferously, for years, vociferously backed the president, defended the president, said nothing but great things about the president, went on TV, when all the media was accusing him of every little thing, including the Chicago fire, the San Francisco earthquake, and the bubonic plague. Who defended him? Michael Cohen. When they said he was racist, who defended him? Michael Cohen. When they said he's a con man, who defended him? Michael Cohen. You name it, he defended him. And under oath, under the penalty of perjury, where you go to jail, where time and time again we are all told it's not the crime, it's the lying about the crime. Michael Cohen defended the president under oath. Yet now, after he was caught for tax evasion and all kinds of crap involved with the tax evasion where you're going to jail, Michael Cohen changes everything he said about the president and says the exact opposite of the president. Yet we're supposed to believe that This is the truth. That the man is racist. He's a con man. He's the Antichrist. He did cause the Chicago fire, the San Francisco earthquake, the bubonic plague. He's a crook. Russia collusion. Russia this, Russia that. You know, I think I'm just going to abstain on believing the guy based on how vociferous he was before, but now he's vociferous after he gets indicted and all that stuff and gets caught. And here's my other issue. He sounds like he's parroting everything that's said about Trump by these people on CNN and MSNBC. He sounds like the exact replica of these people. So forgive me if he don't matter to me, and I don't buy a word he says. I will make my own judgment. We told you from day one here, we believe this president has done this, that, and the other thing. Racism, I think he said a couple of stupid things, but hmm. The criminal justice reform that really affects the black community. Uh, Pardon a couple of black people that uh, for, for drug offenses that they shouldn't have been in jail. Hmm. I'm just not so sure. And now he just, I don't know if he did, did another thing, but he did something with all these other countries that are homophobic. So, uh, so we'll just abstain and shoot the middle finger at this Michael Cohen because, you know, you get my point, right? You all can decide for yourself. And what does that have to do with you and your money and markets? Well, it matters. 
Why does it matter? That'll be up next. And then the full market wrap, movers of the day, and whatever else happens today. I'm Gary. This is the Lenoli Dutton Zen. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. Once again, to Investor's Edge, and uh, the usual happened today. The Republicans did not even ask one question about Donald Trump to Michael Cohen, and the Democrats, you know, indicted Donald Trump with every question of Michael Cohen. Again, that's how you get the $22 trillion of debt. They all are selling their own book, and, uh, you know, uh, it's me and a few other people yelling and screaming about the debt and deficits and the leverage in the system. Jay Powell today said something to the effect of, he's not really worried about the uh, leverage in the system. You know, he thinks everything's fine. And I'm like saying to myself, really? 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 Because there is more leverage in the system now and derivatives and all that. He also said the banking system should be able to withstand shocks. Really? The leverage banking system? The system where we have more debt Corporate-wise, government-wise, people-wise, student-wise, everything-wise. Quite interesting. Quite the interesting day. Quite the interesting day of watching a bunch of morons who've created $22 trillion of debt doing their bidding. My silence tells you these people nauseate the hell out of me. Nauseate the hell out of me. Market Wrap brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Now, I'm going to give you the numbers. It was not really a bad day. Dow was down 73. But S&P only down one, and the NASDAQ was up five. The NASDAQ 100 was uh, down six. The SOX was down 16, though. The transports were down 54, though. Advanced declines 18.19 on New York, 16.15 on the NASDAQ. Of note, you ready for a few movers? Boeing up another 8.60. Now, I like telling you about my failures. And my failures are never big failures, let's put it that way, because we never lose big on anything when we're wrong. But a failure can be seeing something that you teach and preach to people. A buy signal, for lack of better words, and then you don't do it. Boeing, I freely admit it to you. Because the stock gapped up on earnings on January 30th. Volume was three times average, which is pretty big for a Boeing name. Very big. Sat for two days and then edged out a range and broke above the high of 394.28 on uh, February 4th. That was my buy signal. Didn't buy it. Close of the day was 397. It's 435 today. 9%. In a matter of uh, 4, 8, 16 days. Needless to say, there's a lot of four-letter words in my notes that I write down all the time. So Boeing got another big eight today, and that really helped the Dow, but there was a problem. United Health was down 13 bucks today. And it wasn't just United Health. It was the whole group. 
First off, United Health, a very big breakdown on very big volume today. Anthem, which just gapped up recently, down 11. Uh, Cigna, down 7.5. And that was already a dead stock. Umana, down a juicy 15 and change. Big breakdown. Wellcare, down 11. What happened with the managed care? Well, very simple. A, there's a big move afoot of this government-run healthcare crap, which I don't think is going to happen, but a couple of proposals came out today. I think it actually did the trick. They came after hospitals also. These companies would get upended, and that's what happened there. So while Boeing was up 9, United Health was down 13. Home Depot, which yesterday was down 6 and only finished down 1 and change, was down 5 today. Not acting well. That said, Lowe's was up two on their numbers. But that was the story of the Dow today, where the weakness was. Home Depot and United Health. But something else sticks out. Our favorite group, those software names. ServiceNow up four today, for example. It was just another one of those good days. Strongest group in the market. Workday, they report soon. CyberArk who just gapped up. There have been a few gaps. That's the name of that game. That said, the semi is not so good. And that's to be watched closely. Why? You know what the semis mean. Now, while the semis were down 17, they were down much worse early. Down 30. So they came back a little bit. So mixed day. I'm interested to watch these HMOs, managed care stocks. Also want to make note, gold. Filling that latest gap it just had on pullback. Same with the gold stocks. You're getting close to a little Fisher cut bait point. Overall, doesn't look so bad. Short term, doesn't look too good. And that was mostly the day. And as I go through my screen... Splunk, up two and a half reports in a couple of days. HubSpot, Salesforce.com report soon. Adobe, I mentioned ServiceNow. All up today. And of course, there was some gaps to the upside. There was some gaps to the downside. We'll discuss them up next. And much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor Z. You're listening to America is talking Investor's Edge You gotta be pleased with that The crowd is just on his feet here He's a Cinderella boy With Gary Coltbaum I'm highly recommended You're gonna feel better if you talk to him And welcome once again to Investor's Edge Thanks for being with us today And you know I get lots of questions And I've been the guy on TV And on radio really hammering away at these uh, at the government with the debt and deficits and yelling and screaming about these socialists um, and I get a lot of questions on what's interesting is getting a lot of feedback too not just questions you're all pretty much agreeing even people that I have a few listeners that are socialists and once I start engaging with them to explain why are you so happy with these people what do you think they're going to do for you they kind of, they kind of come around just remember what government is. Just people. Just remember what socialism is. Just people telling you that they're smarter than you and will do better with your money and other people's money. That's all it is. And each and every one of you have to ask yourself a question. 
with these socialists. Go look up Bernie Sanders' resume and report back to me. What in his resume says he's better off with our money than you. And he knows how to run the health care system. Better than the health care system. Just go ahead and do that. And I know it sounds great to hear that uh, college will be free. He keeps saying that. But who's going to pay for it? You know what he said? Amazon will. That's what he said. Jeff Bezos will. Really. We will talk about it a lot more as we move forward, ladies and gentlemen. I will not allow socialists to run this country, though I must say I think we have socialism right now. And I'm not talking about the police. $22 trillion of debt kind of sort of says we got socialism. Anyway. Anyway, of note, you know how I say to you sometimes I don't get it? Mercado Libre was up $77 today to four forty-six. dollars uh, It gapped up. Let me see where it gapped to. Yeah. Give me a sec. Gapped to about 4.30 and just sat most of the day. Went to 4.50, came down to 4.35, finished at 4.46. It's an online marketplace payment service system in Latin America via MercadoLibre.com. They announced a five-cent loss. They've never made money. Sales were up 20%, which was what they usually do. But it was good enough to be up $77. I don't understand. Just letting you know. Others, Best Buy, up 8.5 on 4% drop in sales. Now, I have to applaud Best Buy. Uh, I had an emergency where I had to buy two laptops. But I knew I probably wasn't going to keep both. So the guy says, I told him that. He says, well, you have two weeks, and we won't charge you. We have a new policy. I returned one of the laptops. No restocking fee. No nothing. I put one thing on the computer. They washed it off, and they took it. Boom, returned all my money. Good on them. That's customer-friendly. Good job, Best Buy. Up 8.5 on 4% drop in sales. Uh, Palo Alto Networks is up 19 today. Was up about mm, 30, but still up 19. Good numbers. No complaint there. Uh, Tandem, TNDM, another gap up. Medical products. Good looking gap. Good earnings growth, good revenue growth to be watched. Uh, C Limited, SEA, Singapore based. Singapore, internet platforms. Lost 94 cents a share. Was up 6 today almost to 21 and change, a big percentage move. On a 94 cent share loss. But sales are up 127%. So just letting you know. Now after the close today, I must mention to you that Booking Holdings, the old price line, which has been a lagging stock, down 150 bucks in the aftermarket. It's a $1,900 stock, but 150 bucks is a lot of cake. A square, down five bucks in the aftermarket, has been recovering. Looks like they weren't going forward. And uh, may I say Wingstop is down five, four bucks in the aftermarket. I guess uh, they may have missed numbers. So a lot of jello moving on the plate. Recent gaps. Had a decent day today. Uh, extending moves. I mentioned Boeing. CyberArk. Waters Corp. W-A-T. Roku, who announced a big loss, ROKU, Etsy, which gapped up yesterday, 
was up another three today to 71. That's institutions jumping all over them. We'll look for secondary buy points. And that be the story. While the Dow was down 72, yeah, Boeing saved the day. Also, some of the things I'm seeing, yeah, when you have a chance, look at Bank of America, look at Citigroup, uh, look at Goldman Sachs, trading very tightly over the last few weeks. Next move is going to win. Very tightly. And, of course, we watch those financials closely. I mentioned the semiconductors to you, just in pullback mode here. Nothing wrong with that. Got to work off some of that. And I continue to BS by you guys about the numbers that are coming in. Economic numbers, well, again, we're the best of the lot. But around the rest of the globe, not so good. It's just not affecting us. It's just not affecting us yet. I do not think in any way, shape, or form we're going into recession, though some do. The perma bears continue to bang the drums at the end of the world's at hand. I'll let you know when the end of the world's at hand. Typically, the markets do not go up if the end of the world is at hand. Just remember that. Simple thought process. Markets are pretty damn smart, I believe. And of course, I'm ripping some paper, by the way, the easy money that continues to do the trick. That was not just a Rodney Dangerfield movie. It's what continues to go on, both here and around the globe. I'm also being told by some of you, well, if the market starts heading south, it will be telling us the recession. Yeah, maybe. I'm all good with that. By the way, lastly, I got 24 robot calls today. I don't answer any of them. I'm now good at that. I just let them ring. How does that happen? Robot calls. And where are the boys? Up next on the edge, this, that, and the other thing, and whatever else. This is the one that we invested in. You're listening to... Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Invest with Gary And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, North Korea. I don't think it's a market mover. Because there's no way, shape, or form, and I stick by this, and I said at the last meeting, there's no way this guy's dropping his nuclear. No way! What I think you're going to get, and you're already hearing from Trump, by the way, he's already backed away from the nuclear thing, and more about the testing. You know, Pakistan has nuclear, right? You do know that, correct? India has nuclear. The best case scenario, I believe, is to get this guy on the side of, okay, you got nuclear, but you can't keep doing what you're doing. Look at Vietnam and the, great, the, the economy there and hustling and bustling. 
let's get you there and be part of the solution instead of the problem. Look at South Korea. Look at Seoul. Magnificent country, hustling and bustling. Move this way. Be a part of the, for lack of a better way of putting it, the good guys. I think we may see something like that because there's no way this guy's dropping stuff. Now, maybe he'll stop moving forward with it. But the guy's like the devil. And the devil's not getting rid of nuclear. By the way, we're still not sure exactly what he has. Or what his capabilities are. But if we can stop him dead in his tracks, that'd be good news. I gather they have big they already had like a couple little meetings and now they're back into big meetings. I'm pretty damn sure the Democrats are stupid enough to go for impeachment. Remember, these politicians, they are great at grabbing defeat from the jaws of victory. So even though you have a template of what happened with Clinton, they will misjudge, and it may put in Trump for 2020 to 24. The Democrats had also better rein in the socialists. Because let me be clear, independents are not voting for socialists. There's no way independents are voting for socialists, especially dummies like the Bernies and the like. That may be market moving. Now, of course, as we get to the election, it will be again about the economy and the markets. Leave no doubt that this prez is going to do everything to keep markets in good stead. That means you, Jerome Powell. He's on notice. And what we're very much watching closely is the foreign markets. They can remain much weaker than ours and potentially can take us down. They have no ammo. Yeah, they can print more money. They can print more money. But that's like feeding heroin to a heroin addict. But no matter what, we will pay attention to price and everything else second, because I got news for you. If you would just look at some of the numbers and the earnings, you would not think the market would have come back as far as it's come back. And that's why we always tell you, it is not the news. It's how markets react to the news. In bull markets, bad news is good news, and good news is fantastic news. That's bull markets. In bad markets, good news is bad news, and bad news gets destroyed. It's one of the ways we know what type of market we're in. It's probably going to get a little more tricky up here, and I'm watching the semiconductors most closely. 
that is going to be a key. But the software names remain the bull of the woods right now. We'll see how long it lasts. You'll have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do, simple procedure. Make sure you hug your children. Good night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.